From the great American Pacific Northwest, greetings and welcome, my friends, to this week's edition of the Parachronicle Almanac. I'm Jonathan Hawk. Well, this week we're going to hear about a near-miss for SpaceX's Crew-2 capsule, now known as Endeavour, on its way to the International Space Station. A strange tweet from the Chinese Space Agency, a new report detailing lots and lots of Canadian UFO sightings by pilots, and genetically engineered mosquitoes are about to be released in Florida. I wonder if it has anything to do with that new Jurassic Park Velocicoaster over at Universal Orlando. Well, we'll cover that and more coming right up. Now, before we get to the news, don't forget to like or subscribe on whatever platform you're listening on or pass this podcast on to spread the word about our show. And we're always looking for stories from you, paranormal or otherwise. So give us a call on the Parachronicle hotline at 818-570-0126 if you'd like your story featured on a future episode. That's 818-570-0126. You know what to do. Save it to your contacts. Or you can always email at hawk at theparachronicle.com. That's H-A-W-K-E at theparachronicle.com. And on that note, let's dive right in. We start this week off with a SpaceX craft having a close call with a quote-unquote UFO after launching into orbit. This from the New York Post. SpaceX's Crew Dragon Endeavour spacecraft had a close call with an unidentified object before reaching the International Space Station, a report said. U.S. Space Command warned the crew aboard the spacecraft of a possible collision with an unknown object after launching into orbit on Friday, Futurism reported. Quote, the possibility of the conjunction came so close to the closest approach time that there wasn't time to compute and execute a debris avoidance maneuver with confidence. So the SpaceX team elected to have the crew don their pressure suits out of an abundance of caution, NASA spokesperson Kelly Humphreys told Futurism. At its closest point, the object passed about 28 miles away from the spacecraft, the report said. Ultimately, there was no real danger to the crew or the spacecraft, Humphreys told the outlet. And of course, Crew Dragon Endeavour made it to the International Space Station on Saturday, safe and sound. And uh, I don't know if you could really call this a UFO. I guess it's, well, I guess you could if it's unidentified, but uh, they almost, almost make it sound like it's an alien spacecraft was about to hit Endeavour. And it didn't. So they were safe and they were fine. Onward and upward. And from Slash Gear, strange China Space Agency tweet has many speculating about aliens. On April 24th, an unverified English-language Twitter account supposedly belonging to the China National Space Administration, otherwise known as CNSA, posted a cryptic tweet that reads, quote, With great ceremony, we announce the confirmation of intelligent life! Exclamation point, end quote. This, as you'd expect, surprised and confused many people who are trying to figure out what it means. The tweet has proven to be a weekend mystery, with the public speculating about what it means and whether the account is even valid. The CNSA underscore EN Twitter account isn't verified and doesn't include the China government organization label that Twitter has applied to other Chinese government accounts. This indicates it may not be an official account. However, many have pointed out that verified Twitter accounts belonging to the UK Space Agency and the US Space Command both follow the CNSA English account. This doesn't necessarily mean the China National Space Administration account is valid, though. It wouldn't be the first time a verified account has accidentally followed a fake account, assuming that's the case here. 
If the account is valid, it's possible it has been hacked and the message was not published by an official. Likewise, it is possible the tweet was a misguided attempt at a joke or that the intended message was not translated correctly. Then, of course, there's the fun speculation that China is claiming confirmation of intelligent alien life. At this point in time, no other verified English-language Chinese government accounts have retweeted the message nor published anything suggestive that such an announcement has been officially made. Likewise, the agency's official Mandarin language Weibo account, which uh, regularly publishes messages, has not posted a similar claim either. And just a quick note that I happened to see this tweet over the weekend, and while compelling and kind of fun, uh, the account also hasn't posted something new in like over a year and frankly doesn't look all that official. So I'm guessing it's a hack or it's just a fake account. But I suppose you never know. I mean, it is 2021. And Canada reveals dozens of UFO reports made by commercial airline pilots, including a floating donut, a bizarre hovering strobe light, and a speedy, shiny metal object. This from the Daily Mail. There have been over a dozen UFO sightings reported by commercial airline pilots in Canada in recent years. One too-close encounter even forced a plane to dive to avoid it, injuring two flight attendants while a, quote, shiny silver object was seen over Toronto, and one pilot spotted an aircraft in 2018 that appeared to be moving at Mach 4, making it faster than any known aircraft in the world. The revelation comes shortly after the CIA declassified 2,000 documents on UFOs over America dating back to the 1970s. The dossier, with nearly 3,000 pages of documents about unidentified aerial phenomena, otherwise known as UAPs, the U.S. government's official term for what are commonly called UFOs, was published on the Black Vault in January. A Daily Mail review of the files uncovered a bevy of perplexing yet unverified accounts of mysterious disks tracking across the sky, spewing beams of light across small towns, causing explosions, and even a few claims of military officers confronting aliens that come out of outlandish vehicles. Other documents show correspondence between CIA officers about the UFO sightings. Sometimes the officers brush observers' stories as purely superstitious, even when another explanation isn't clear. But in several instances, the officers show genuine concern that perhaps something more is at play. In Canada, the Civil Aviation Daily Occurrence Report System, otherwise known as CADORS, operated by Federal Department Transport Canada, has a database of almost 300,000 incident reports, which include any event involving an aircraft, not just UFO sightings. UFOs don't necessarily confirm the presence of aliens, of course, as some believe, but simply demonstrates there are objects in the sky that are hard to identify. CADORS is searchable, although knowing the correct terms to search within is tricky. For instance, a search back to 2000 looking for UFO populated just one result. Nevertheless, there are dozens of reports of potential UFO sightings hidden deep in the CADORS archives. There were several notable incidents, most of them happening in recent years, although one intriguing one took place back in 2005. On October 21, 2005, local air traffic controllers received reports from four aircraft flight crews of a shiny silver object over Toronto. It was reported to be 30,000 feet above the ground, at which point it suddenly turned and moved quickly southeast to Lake Ontario. Another incident happened on January 10, 2015. Multiple aircraft reported a very large object with a small white light in the middle surrounded by a halo, as it appeared to come down from 41,000 feet in the air. That incident reportedly took place before dawn. 
on May 30, 2016, an Air Canada Express flight traveling from Montreal to Toronto reported an unidentified flying object round in shape which was traveling at more than 550 kilometers per hour. Now, arguably, the most significant incident came in November of that same year. On November 14th, 2016, a Porter Airlines flight at over 8,000 feet dove to avoid an object that was solid and shaped like an upright donut or inner tube. Initially, the object was described only as not likely being a balloon, but two crew members were injured, prompting a Transportation Safety Board investigation into the incident. The TSB report, which came two weeks after the incident, claimed the object was approximately five to eight feet in diameter. It also stated that the captain overrode the autopilot in order to quickly descend the aircraft under the object, which is how the two flight attendants were injured as they were securing the aircraft. None of the 54 passengers were hurt in the incident. Thank goodness. TSB was not able to positively identify the object, the agency said to Vice World News at the time. Another incident happened on March 16, 2017, when two WestJet flights near Okanagan Valley in British Columbia saw a bright white strobe-type light above them at night. The vague details in the Cadors and the low number of reports over the years suggests many potential UFO sightings are going unreported. Former Royal Canadian Air Force pilot John Jock Williams believes many sightings never make official reports. Quote, pilots are probably not reporting about 90% of the things they're seeing because they know it could have lengthy career implications. For most pilots, it's just not worth it, Williams continued. That's why I believe that each of these guys saw what they reported. Transport Canada chose not to comment on the individual observations made by airline crews. Quote, the events that are entered into Cadors are entered as they are reported to Transport Canada, a spokesperson for Transport Canada said to Vice World News. Transport Canada endeavors to ensure the accuracy and integrity of data contained within Cadors. However, the information within should be treated as preliminary, unsubstantiated, and subject to change. Some of the events recorded do have explanations, such as the flights that saw up to two dozen evenly spaced bright objects in a line on December 26, 2019, which actually we've had a lot of reports around that, with it later being identified as SpaceX's Starlink internet satellites, which is basically what happens every time we hear one of those stories more recently. A UFO investigator told Vice World News that the sightings of these potential UFOs are concerning. Cadars clearly shows that these types of incidents are occurring in airspace where thousands of passengers are potentially traveling every day, Chris Rutkowski said. Regardless of one's belief or disbelief in UFOs, this is certainly a concern from a flight safety and public welfare perspective. Perhaps no incident was harder to explain than what a Kalita Charters Boeing 747 cargo flight saw on April 30th, 2018. The plane was traveling above the Northwest Territories as it was traveling from New York to Alaska. Suddenly, a member of the crew saw an object flying sporadically, estimated at 60 to 80,000 feet and moving at Mach 4. There was no way for the crew to accurately measure the speed, but Mach 4 would make it the fastest moving object in aviation history. That mark previously belonged to the Lockheed SR-71 Blackbird, which traveled at speeds just above Mach 3.3 before being retired in 1999. The report of that sighting took over a year and a half to add to Cador's, suggesting that the moment left a long-lasting impression on the flight crew. 
Rutkowski helped lead a survey recently that noted a marked increase in UFO sightings in 2020. According to CTV News, there was a 46% increase in UFO sightings in Canada in 2020, a total of 1,243 sightings, likely spurred by the coronavirus pandemic as more people stayed home and turned their attentions upwards. Rutkowski claimed that 13% of the sightings had no explanation at this point. Reports of the Canadian sightings come a year after the Pentagon confirmed the authenticity of three videos captured by U.S. Navy fighter jets that appeared to show UFOs. In late February, the FBI confirmed it was aware of an American Airlines flight which had a close encounter with a fast-moving, long cylindrical object on a trip from Cincinnati to Phoenix. The apparent encounter shares various similarities with another incident that occurred in the same area just under three years ago. In that incident, two pilots on different aircraft, a Learjet and an Airbus, reported having close encounters with a mysterious object flying above them. Last week, the Pentagon confirmed that a set of images and videos showing unidentified flying objects buzzing over Navy warships off the coast of California in 2019 were taken by branch personnel. And back in January, the CIA declassified around 2,000 documents related to UFOs dating back to the 1970s, a dossier with more than 700 files about unidentified aerial phenomenon was published on the Black Vault website. One of the reports describes how seemingly urgent UFO information was hand-delivered to the CIA's Deputy Director for Science and Technology in 1976. Most details about the information were redacted in the document on the Black Vault website. A second document from June 1976 appears to request an update on the review, but there is no record of the ordeal after that moment. In 1976, there was also a sighting of a UFO in Morocco, although that document is also heavily redacted. The full-page report is covered in 25 black lines that appear to have been made directly with a pen. In another report, CIA officials discussed the possibility that UFOs were behind a, quote, mysterious blast in the small Russian town of Sasovo in 1991. In that report, residents reported seeing a fiery sphere drop from the sky before a shockwave tore through the town, leveling an entire block. The report said investigators had failed to come to a conclusion about the cause of the explosion. So, to our friends up north in Canada, what have you been seeing lately? Apparently a lot, but if you've seen more, you know what to do. Let us know or call the Parachronicle hotline. And from NBC News, genetically modified mosquitoes to be released in Florida after years of planning. Florida will begin releasing genetically modified mosquitoes this week as part of its effort to control one of the disease-spreading species of the biting insect. The state will release almost 144,000 non-biting male mosquitoes in the coming weeks engineered by the British firm Oxitec that are meant to mate with biting females, with any resulting female offspring unable to survive. The project was approved after years of public comment and official review. Quote, As we are seeing development of resistance to some of our current control methods, we are in need of new tools to combat this mosquito, Andrea Leal, executive director of the Florida Keys Mosquito Control District, said in a press release. The project is meant to control the population of the Aedes aegypti mosquito, which can spread dengue fever, Zika virus, and yellow fever, as well as heartworm to pets and animals. The Aedes aegypti 
mosquito makes up about 4% of the mosquito population in the Keys, but is responsible for virtually all mosquito-borne diseases transmitted to humans, the Mosquito Control District said. The project was approved by the Environmental Protection Agency and an advisory board of the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, as well as the Florida Department of Agriculture and Consumer Services. And it isn't the first time that Florida authorities have authorized novel methods to kill these uh, disease-transmitting mosquito species. One program released male mosquitoes carrying a bacteria called Wolbachia, which rendered their offspring non-viable in Key West in 2017 and in Miami in 2018. Key West has been eyeing the use of such mosquitoes since 2012, NBC News reported, due to an outbreak of dengue fever. But today, the threat posed by the Aedes aegypti is even bigger. In 2016, the Zika virus, a pathogen once thought harmless and mostly confined to Asia and Africa, began to spread via Aedes aegypti mosquitoes across the Western Hemisphere. Soon, people in places such as Brazil and Puerto Rico began to give birth to babies with now-characteristic birth defects caused by infection with the virus during pregnancy. That year, Oxitec's small experiment in Brazil found the genetically modified mosquitoes reduced target mosquito populations by 80%. So, if you're in Florida, get ready. The, uh, the genetically modified mosquitoes are on their way. Well, that's it. That's all I've got for this week. Don't forget to reach out if you see something unusual in the sky or someplace else, or if you have an interesting story to tell. You can call our hotline at 818-570-0126 or find us at www.theparachronicle.com. Please like or subscribe on whatever platform you're listening on or pass this podcast on to spread the word about our little show here. We'd sure appreciate it. And until next time, keep your eyes to the sky and know that here on Earth and in the universe, we are not alone. For the Parachronicle Almanac, I'm Jonathan Hawk. Yeah.